Hey everyone, welcome back to Chipstock Investor. It is Thursday, almost to the end of the week, but we have a couple more subjects that we need to talk about. And today we're going to discuss Cadence Design Systems. Cadence Design Systems is part of the EDA or Electronic Design Automation Oligopoly with Synopsys and Siemens, which used to be Mentor Graphics. And we're going to talk about the most recent report for Cadence Designs, which had an epic final quarter to close out 2023. It's been an epic year. At this point, over the last 12 months, stock up almost 50%. That includes a little bit of a dip after this last earnings report. Not much, though. Casey, this does make me think, by the end of this video, please watch till the end. We'll, we'll talk about how we're handling this stock. If you've been around for a while, you probably know we stuck this and synopsis on a dollar cost average plan, a monthly DCA plan in late 2022. After a year of that, we put our DCA on pause in December and provided through a series of videos, a big heaping serving of foreshadow on what we were doing in the coming months, first couple of months of 2024. Link to those below, but ultimately here, I think we, we said throughout those videos that we thought things were going to get harder this year, primarily because of valuation. Things were dirt cheap when we started this channel in late 2022 and early 2023. That's not the case anymore, even on a forward-looking basis. So at the end here, let's maybe whittle this down to what are we doing with Cadence Design Systems at this point? Looking at... The fourth quarter for 2023, Cadence financial highlights, you can see revenue was just over $1 billion compared to $900 million in Q4 of 2022, operating margin of 31% compared to 23% in 2022, same quarter. And then heading over to the fiscal year 2023 overall highlights, revenue was just over $4 billion compared to revenue of just over $3.5 billion in 2022, which brought the revenue year-over-year, full-year growth to 15%. Yeah, Casey, on, on this, that is a massive increase for this company. Cadence and Synopsys, the two big ones in the EDA oligopoly, have been ratcheting up their results in recent years. And 2023, with all of the AI hype, we'll talk about why We've been saying all along, these are going to be two of the biggest beneficiaries from AI, AKA, let's just call it accelerated computing use cases. EDA is absolutely crushing it right now. Remember that this particular niche in the semiconductor world is essentially a play on research and development, R&D. It's a foundational piece to the semiconductor industry flow. It percolates through the industry there at the top. It's where software, the end product, the whole reason semiconductors are generally made in the first place, starts and re-enter the semiconductor industry to fuel the next gen of R&D. So Cadence, Synopsys, and other players, including IP companies like Arm Holding, are generally going to follow the R&D cycle. It's going to smooth out all the peaks and valleys of end market sales of chips, which is supposed to average 7 to 10% annualized average growth through 2030. That's the current estimate. But you add in the fact that chip design and manufacturing intensity is increasing, the expense to do so is increasing, 
And then also the fact that Cadence tends to make these little bolt-on acquisitions of other software companies along the way. This is what causes them to have this very steady low to mid-teens percentage revenue growth over time. But 15%, like they've hit it out of the park this year. This is a very, very fast pace of growth for this company. And they expect to continue that next year as well. And if you look at the outlook for fiscal year 2024, the revenue is expected to increase another 12% to $4.55 billion to $4.61 billion. There's no end in sight for this company as far as growth goes. And we've touched on this before, but we thought, let's introduce Cadence's business, talking about the fact that it's not just software. So they also sell hardware kits used in the design and verification of new chips, especially uh, FPGAs, field programmable gate arrays, and especially ones provided by Xilinx, now part of AMD, which AMD acquired Xilinx in early 2022. So we've covered this in some past research and explained uh, a while ago now why we picked Cadence and Synopsys for this reason versus some of the other testing and verification players like Keysight Technologies, which is a strong hardware business paired with a little bit of software. But instead, we went for the primarily software-based play, the EDA business, the EDA core, electronic design automation, with the add-on hardware. And you can see this thesis flashed out with the steady revenue rise for Cadence over time. But this hardware business has made a big jump in the last year. And it looks like that's going to continue this year too, right, Casey? Yes, Nick. After dealing with supply shortages for the last couple of years, Cadence has really had to do some catching up when it comes to hardware sales. You can see this in the jump in functional verification, including the emulation and prototyping hardware segment, especially in Q1 of 2023, you can see that it was up to 32% of the total revenue for Cadence Design. Now, of course, the CFO mentioned that in 2024, in Q1, they don't expect that will be as high of a percentage in their revenue mix, but it still shows that this portion of the business is a growing segment in revenue for Cadence. And the reason that this is significant is because hardware verification and emulation sales indicate new chip design activity, and it's still going at a very strong pace. You can see our recent video on NVIDIA and their ASIC business gearing up to compete against data center ASIC leaders such as Broadcom and Marvell Technology Group. Ab absolutely. These two pieces tie in together very closely. In fact, Cadence and NVIDIA are very, very close collaborators. Cadence is a close collaborator with lots of semiconductor design companies, but especially with NVIDIA. But we'll, I'll come back to that in just a moment. These hardware kits, though, for testing and verification of new chips to make sure everything works as intended and to make sure nothing's broken before heads to the manufacturing for because you could very quickly blow through several hundred million dollars of wasted manufacturing capacity if the chip isn't right. So that's what these hardware kits are for from Cadence. Really, really critical part of the semiconductor design flow. And you could hear CEO Anirudh Devgan reference their dynamic duo several times on the earnings call. What he's talking about is their 
Palladium Z2 and Proteum X2 platforms used by all sorts of companies these days. It could be a chip designer. It could be a hyperscaler, a big cloud computing company that's designing its own compute systems, uh, automotive companies, industrial businesses, you name it. All sorts of these companies are eating this stuff up. And this is now something in the ballpark of 45% of Cadence's total revenue, specifically like these, not the test and emulation chips themselves, but the whole system design customer, not someone who's only designing a chip, but an entire system that utilizes chips and a bunch of other hardware as well, integrated with software. It just drives home the point that Cadence has really embedded itself very, very deeply and very quietly, I think you could say, up until the last year into the global IT industry. The CEO, of course, talked about this because he said that uh, we're in an AI super cycle and Cadence Design is executing the intelligent system design strategy. And he mentions that triples the total addressable market opportunity for Cadence Design while expanding the portfolio. They have accelerated multi-physics supercomputing platform. It integrates their Fidelity CFD software with those high-performance GPUs and combines high-performance computing, AI, and digital twin technology to deliver very energy-efficient computing. Keen's design system, very much a part of this new AI supercycle. Yeah, the AI magic wand continues to get waved around by all sorts of companies, but this is one company in particular that's just bluster. AI is not hype. This company has been doing AI things for many years prior to all of the gen AI hype that popped up most recently. But again, you mentioned this CFD, computational fluid dynamics supercomputer that they announced. Now, Casey, this kind of goes back to our original thesis in late 2022 that Cadence and Synopsys would be basically a proxy for the entire industry. Whether it's Intel that you like, or if you were eyeing what at the time was Arm Holdings impending IPO or re-IPO, we should say, from SoftBank, or if you were looking at betting on NVIDIA as its new chips and chip systems kicked off the AI infrastructure race, whatever it could be, take your pick. Cadence doesn't have to do much to participate in new growth trends because all this stuff is deeply embedded in their ecosystem. And on that CFD computational fluid dynamics, they, they actually launched, it's a new supercomputing platform. They've collaborated with NVIDIA on this. And you can buy these supercomputers for your own on-premises design work, or you can have them in the cloud, a cloud of your choice. We've got some slides here depicting this. This announcement was made on February 1st, hasn't received a lot of fanfare to, up to this point, which is odd to us, but whatever. At any rate, again, we'll go back to the fact that all of these new AI and accelerated computing systems are a full stack problem in the words of Jensen Wong. You can't just design chips. You can't just design software anymore. You have to do both. And Cadence at the forefront of helping its customers do just that, do both, tackle that full stack 
problem with this new supercomputing platform. In recent months, we know that Synopsys is trying to acquire ANSYS, and there's a big convergence between that mechanical and electrical systems in data centers and AI, but also in automotive and industrial applications too. Cadence was ready for this, and that is one of the reasons they developed this supercomputer that Nick is talking about. The platform is called Millennium, powered by Millennium M1. So Cadence is more of an organic developer, and they do smaller bolt-on acquisitions like OpenAI Scientific. They're using to slowly scale into molecular design. And Synopsys is much more willing to make those big acquisitions like with ANSYS. These are the reasons why we chose these two companies out of these others that, like ANSYS, Keysight, we really appreciate both of these companies and their business models. Yeah, this has some echoes in other adjacent industries, right? Palo Alto Networks and Fortinet, the two largest cybersecurity peer plays, a similar model. Palo Alto Networks, the bigger of the two businesses, much more aggressive in mergers and acquisitions over the years versus Fortinet makes smaller acquisitions, more of an organic developer. Something similar going on here between Synopsys and Cadence. Synopsys making big, sweeping, bold moves. Cadence uh, a, a little bit more cautious on M&A and develops more stuff in-house. Two strategies that, that can work, just two different styles, two different management styles taking place. We like both of these companies. We basically view both of them together as the same position in our portfolio, a bet on EDA software. Let's go ahead and move on and take a, another look at the guidance, which once again assumes a bit of profit margin expansion along with revenue growth. Add in share buybacks and we expect more steady adjusted earnings per share and free cash flow per share growth of mid to high teens percentage, very similar to what's been happening the last decade. Yeah, here's one key note though, because in the last year and a half, especially as we started to cover the EDA oligopoly, the markets caught on to this trend as well. And in that span of time, over the last 18 months, especially as the bear market started to come to an end and then AI hype started to pick up steam, we've witnessed this epic valuation re-rate for Synopsys and Cadence. You can note here the very, very high PE ratio and the high price to free cash flow ratios, they've really, really ratcheted up in the last year and a half. And I don't think we can assume this trend will just continue. These are bordering on, I don't want to say ludicrous valuations, but they're very high. And it's fair if you think that over the next five to 10 years, Cadence and Synopsis are going to continue cranking out low to mid teens percentage revenue growth and even higher um, earnings and free cash flow growth. The rate of compounding can be really, really great for these two businesses. That said, Casey, 64 times trailing 12 month earnings per share, 77 times trailing 12 month free cash flow. This is using the price as of February 14th, 2024 and the market cap as of February 14th. I, I think we need to assume that these high valuations that are now baked into expectations over the next three to five years, that this valuation maybe at the very, very least holds steady or sort of trends downward for these two stocks. Yeah, absolutely. And I think 
This is ultimately why we've chosen to do a DCA plan approach to both of these companies, Cadence Design Systems and Synopsys. And you may recall that we put a pause on those DCAs in 2023, late in 2023, but we are looking to fire that up again by the end of March. We really do like these companies. We want these stocks in our portfolio. Our goal is to make these companies about a 5% position in our portfolio over time. But we know that there's going to be some wild swings in the stock along the way. Yeah, absolutely. And 5% combined between the two stocks, that's kind of what we're targeting over time, gradually, via our own purchases and the assumption that the two businesses continue to grow over time. But yeah, the valuation is is definitely a concern. They're not as cheap as they were when we started buying them, not even on a forward-looking basis. Again, let's maybe just take one more uh, look at this case, this slide here that shows Wall Street analyst expectations. You can see the low to mid-teens revenue growth assumption for the next three to five years. Okay, fine. And then the free cash flow, they're actually expecting something a bit more modest in 2024. Probably has, again, a lot to do with just variability and especially the hardware side of the business. Maybe also the rollout of that Millennium M1 supercomputing platform we talked about powering AI chip development. But eventually at some point, we need to expect a big jump again in free cash flow generation to warrant the high valuation we're seeing at the moment. So that's kind of the expectation baked in, and that's the baseline that Synopsys and Cadence both are going to need to top in the next three to five years to justify where they're at right now and to continue to increase going forward. Now, I think we both think they can do it. They've really been going from strength to strength here the last few years, and really for a long time, for many, many years, in fact. I think it's just an important note to keep in mind. Don't chase these things. Maybe they have an arm-holding stock moment or a super microcomputer stock moment, but we're long-term investors. We're not trying to we're not trying to analyze a stock price here. And so I think it's important to be reasonable with valuation expectations going forward. All right, that's a wrap on today's episode about Cadence Design Systems. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. We have much more coming your way. We still have Lattice Semiconductors quarterly review coming up. It was not a pretty outlook, but we're going to try to find some sunshine in my favorite stock for 2024. Of course, if you are interested in receiving our show notes and a lot of discussion on all things stocks, please join the membership on YouTube or on our Kofi membership page. Both of those things will get you access to our Discord channel where we publish all of our show notes, some exclusive material only for our Discord members, and you can have free discussion with Nick and I over all things stocks. Yeah, the latest quarterly discussion actually already started earlier this week. It did, it did. All right, we will see you again soon at Chip Stock Investor.